Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Love Life God Etc. I am one of your hosts, Cherith Poe. And I'm Liz Gray. And we're always laughing at the intro of this because something always happens. We've never with the successfully intro done it smoothly. One day, maybe maybe by like episode 10 or 15, we might we'll get it have right. it right. Oh, good lord. But I, uh, yeah, the fader just wasn't. Uh, it was, I we, thought I was fading up the volume, the, but because I, I was jamming to the yeah. music and then I, I wasn't. And it's I was like, totally. wow, it's really quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, it is Sunday. Yeah. And Sunday we tried to record this podcast on Friday. Friday, yes. Uh, we had the best of intentions. Yes. Liz came over. We had Chinese food. Yep. Um, which is exactly what you need in order to prep for a good uh, podcast. podcast sesh, mm-hmm. and uh, ate all the crab rangoon. In fact, the city of yeah. Omaha is still on a crab rangoon shortage, mm-hmm. uh, which you call them crab wontons, don't you? I call them crab wontons, yeah. yeah. Um, we Yes, and I recognize it as such, but that's not what they're usually on the menu as here. And they're so, really not. Yeah, but that's okay. So we ate all of the wonton and Rangoons, whatever you want to <laughs> call them, we ate call, them. Whatever you call them, we ate them all. And uh, then we spent the next <laughs> three hours <laughs> talking about our podcast episode. Yes. And then at the end of it, we realized that there were no more <laughs> words left to say. Yes. And I was like, well, good talk. Yeah. And so then uh, we were in a week of prayer and fasting with our church. So we went to the church and prayed. And then we came, came back, back. Yeah. and we were like... Okay, let's do it. And then we sat down. We both looked at each other and we're like, like no, we're not doing we're, it. We're not, we're doing, not doing, this. doing it. It was like 11.40 or yeah, something at night. At night. We didn't. We're like, no. So we did what anyone would do in our position. And we went down to the couch at my house and yes. we turned on Princess Diaries 2. And fell asleep. And fell asleep. Yeah. So um, really great Friday night by, really by our standards. Yes. Like, I mean, top but we didn't. But we didn't do... End the way that we were supposed <laughs> yeah, to end. The entire reason of coming together was to record this episode. And we didn't it, do it. it didn't happen. And then we got up the next morning and spent three hours... Talking Talking again. and looking at photos from like the... Reminiscing. Ni- from the 90s mm-hmm. of when we were little kids. And yep. then... And then... We, and so anyway, it's Sunday afternoon. And we are finally ready to talk about this podcast. Yes. And we are now three minutes in and have said nothing, nothing about, about it. Podcast. So, uh, there you go. Thanks for hanging with that. us. <laughs> so today's episode, we are kind of continuing on the topics of, you know, we've talked about being okay. single and, and our lives and just kind of where we're at right now in our stages of life, relationships. Yeah. I definitely think that we want to kind of do a circle part two about back. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And talk a little bit more about relationships, friendships with yeah. guys and maybe some of our other friendships that we have in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also want to talk a little bit more well, we didn't get to talk at all about the Enneagram, yeah. um, but we are going to end up kind of doing a part two. Probably our next episode will be about that, about the relationships and and how the Enneagram has kind of helped us a little bit and been a tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about marriage. Yeah. So another super short podcast. <laughs> <Because> we... <laughs> no. Um, of what we know everything of what about. We know, we're, I mean, experts for experts. sure. You pull up ex- expert marriage in the dictionary and there we are pictures Jared and Liz, Jared and Liz right, right there. there oh I love it when we say things at, at the, the same, same time. time it's yeah. just oh, it's so great I also 
back to not talking about this podcast episode. <laughs> it's really funny how now we just are not surprised how when something in our day intersects. Coincides. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it is not a surprise anymore. Like on Friday, for example, we're talking about, you know, Liz was like, hey, I'm going to come over, be there around 530. Yeah. And I was like, good, bring dinner because, and I'm getting takeout because your homegirl's tired. Yep. And I had been fasting that day. And so I was just like, I'm hungry, I'm getting food, and I'm definitely getting Chinese. Or, no, I didn't say that. I texted you, said, you saying I'm gonna, I'm where, gonna... what's, Where's that Chinese place that you like? And I was like, girl, I already got Chinese. Like, Today, I, I literally, I, That's what I'm, yes, that's what I'm that's eating. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. I already had it. Yeah. And it's just not surprising anymore when we... I've learned to accept it. Yeah, yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, so today is about marriage and we are going to talk about kind of our views on it. Like, mm-hmm. do we unknowingly idolize marriage? Yeah. What do we think about marriage? What's our view on it? Um, you know, just is being, is marriage the, is there a completion myth to being married? Yeah. You know, like, does that mean we're complete once we get married? Mm-hmm. What does it mean in the church? What are motivators? Just kind of an overall mm-hmm. view for us. And so we just kind of want to share some of our thoughts. Definitely, as you get older, mm-hmm. I think it changes. It a little changes bit. perspective, but also mm-hmm. awareness of yeah. it. Yeah. Awareness of the complexity of marriage. Yeah. Awareness of the maybe mm-hmm. the challenges yeah. of marriage. It's just not simple. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's not just all physical, fall in love, Mm lovey-dovey, we're going to be together forever, kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, butterflies in your stomach kind of thing. Yeah, right, And so uh, just kind of what we've learned over the years and maybe what what society tells us versus Mm -hmm. how we see it in real life. What's our day to day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Liz, do you want to kind of kick it off and just talk about marriage? Do we unknowingly idolize it? Is it up on this pedestal mm-hmm. for us as kind of the ultimate mm-hmm. life accomplishment. Yeah. And, and and just kind of what that means to you. Yeah. Um, so I well the answer is yes. <laughs> um and, and we're done. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs> and I think it's um like I said, we're we haven't done any research on this. This is just like our thoughts, what we think, and things like that. And I think we do unknowingly idolize it. Um, And some more than others. I'm not saying that every single single person, like, idolizes marriage. But I think that there are kind of hints and things in your life that kind of of just make marriage kind of like this focal point um, in your life. I think out in the world and and in our kind of Christian kind of world as well, too. Um, you know, to idolize something like in general, in general, idolizing something is thinking about it constantly and, um, putting it even before God, even mm-hmm. if we unknowingly kind of do it. Right. Um, and so like our day in our day out, um, you know, is focusing on marriage and all of these things. And I or think that our actions or, are kind of leading yes, us in that way. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that it has turned into something that um, that we definitely have idolized and that we've put at this forefront and, um, made it like this ultimate kind of goal, this completion, Mm -hmm. like, like you were talking about this completion myth, like your life doesn't start until you meet your person or, you know, that's when your life truly begins when you finally married this person. And, and, um, and it kind of just, 
it makes everything else just seem dim. And then like, oh, then finally I've reached this point in my life. And so I just, like I said, I don't think it's on purpose. It's very unknowingly. But Mm -hmm. I think we really do put way too much of an emphasis um, on that kind of life. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think in a way that we unknowingly do it because society constantly has it in front of us as yeah, right. you need to be in a committed relationship or that's kind of the, that's the purpose, that's like mm-hmm. your your goal, you know, mm-hmm. songs are about it and, yeah. you know, TV shows mm-hmm. and movies. Fairy and tales from fairy when we're tales. younger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's all about, you know, in the end, they live happily ever after. Even, and definitely, you know, society and shows have... A more realistic view I think mm-hmm. in the last probably 10 or 15 years they definitely show a more realistic view of, it, yeah. of relationships and mm-hmm. things uh like that but if you're gonna just gonna turn on a rom-com you know like yeah. we turned on Princess Diaries too on yeah. Friday right mm-hmm. and like we knew the whole goal yeah was, I mean literally the whole point of the movie is an arranged marriage so that she could be queen yeah and it ends with her falling in love with just the best looking guy in, in the whole film <laughs> and it's like I mean it just it's so sweet and it makes you feel good. And even like the Hallmark movies, like I'm a sucker for the Hallmark Christmas mm-hmm. movies. I will sit there and it's just, it's fun and enjoyable, but it almost, it is this sense, you walk away with this sense of that's how it's supposed to look mm-hmm. in real life. That's what even happiness if you don't looks like. Think, mm. Even if you know, you know, watching it, I'm like, that's never, that's, not that's so not real reality. But it's put in front of us so often mm-hmm. that you almost have to, digest it as Mm semi-reality and so when it doesn't happen that way for you Mm -hmm. in the same timeline or or whatever it is then it feels a little bit like a letdown Mm -hmm. sometimes I think and so but also you know God did make us to want companionship to want companionship and so it's this kind of battle between mm-hmm. what the flesh and what the world and society is telling us. You need to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's where you can be your best self. That's where yeah. it's going to happen for you. But then, mm-hmm. and so you're trying to reject that. But then at the same time, you know that God created us, you know, perfect in our own way. Right. But also he created us to have companionship. Mm-hmm. So that is, so we're, you're almost like, kind of juggling these two yeah. sides of it and because both are valid and both absolutely. have their place. Right. And so like and like the example with Adam and Eve. Um also if you guys want to listen to another podcast that is really good, 30 minutes with the Perrys is very good. Um so they were uh what's up? What's up? Hey. Um they were um you know, they mentioned that like you know Adam in the garden of Eden and everything and he was you know, 24-7 access to God, all these things, and yet Adam was still lonely. Right. So that loneliness feeling yeah. is very valid. Yeah. Even it's, so it's created for people to us. say yeah. so for people to say, like, all you need is God. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the only relationship you're gonna and don't get me right. wrong and right, do not right. misplace what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah. there he it's is our all in all. Yes. But he also in the gave, physical sense. In the physical sense, yeah. we do need that companionship. Yeah. But I think that to just pigeonhole that companionship. Yeah. To just marriage mm-hmm. is it's dangerous. Idol- is yeah. very dangerous. Yeah. And that's how you get to the idolizing of marriage yeah. because you're like, well, the only way for me to feel yeah. like I have a partner in this life, right. like where I have companionship, someone in my corner yep. is through marriage and I'm not married yet. That's all I'm going to think about. Yeah. Because 
I really want to have that. And right. the only way for me to fulfill this loneliness is for me to get married. Yeah. And so the other way that we have those kind of companionships is through friendships. Right. And so for us to just classify it only through marriage, I think is very, um, it's just not fair. Yeah. And then to also just think of marriage as the ultimate kind of thing just makes every other relationship kind of just not enough, not enough. Yeah. And it can be mm-hmm. enough. Like yeah. it, you can, it's unfair. Fulfill. It's very unfair to it's, every other relationship that you have. Yes. It's not just that relationship it's to your spouse because it's very it imbalanced. Too much pressure on that relationship. On that because relationship. When, then when you go inside marriage and you're like, this, this is not yeah. what I thought. Yes. This is not like, right. I actually don't want to look at your face today. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. I want actually my best friend right yeah. now. And right. that's where you have those other relationships that yeah. fulfill the other things in your life that you, that you need. Right. And so, like I said, I think to just, you just become dissatisfied with every other relationship. If yeah. you're just looking for marriage mm-hmm. to fulfill those and types of more needs. Lonely. And that's even more lonely Yeah. because you've now separated yourself mm-hmm. from everybody else right. without even knowing. Right. And it can also lead you down an emotional journey where you find someone and maybe they're, they're not the perfect plan. You yeah. know, God talks about in the Bible, it talks about the good, acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, mm-hmm. you, your emotions of feeling like you need to be married could lead you down a path of the good or acceptable will mm-hmm. instead of the perfect will. Mm-hmm. And then you and, start compromising. And then, yeah, and that's where comprom- compromise begins. And that's where you just continue to not feel fulfilled, I yeah. feel like. Mm-hmm. And so it is such a balance mm-hmm. of you want to be, you know, we talked about in our living single episode, we want to be aware of personal growth so mm-hmm. that when the relationship does come along, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, we're ready to step into that right, and right. bring a, mm-hmm. like a good, a good woman. And, you know, I want to bring hopefully as close to a Proverbs 31 woman into that, mm-hmm. you know, relationship and marriage as mm-hmm. I can. So I need to be thinking about that to an mm-hmm. extent, but thinking about it all of the time mm-hmm. is not healthy mm-hmm. and like you said, it's unfair to the other relationships that right. you have with, you know, friendships and things mm-hmm. like that because it just pulls all of your focus yeah. on onto that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I think, you know, for, for me, marriage has now turned into this desire to find a partner in within the mission of life and the mission of what I feel like God's called me to. Mm -hmm. And I, instead of just, you know, it's not just about the butterflies and the, and the looks and, you know, always how I feel about this person because feelings come and go. And so I don't base, you know, when I, when I date someone or when I'm talking to someone and, you know, that I'm interested in, Mm -hmm. I'm not leading based completely on emotion anymore. You know, I'm looking at other things. Do Mm -hmm. we align? Do Mm -hmm. we have kind of the same ideas and and vision about things? Definitely do our views of God align. You know, that's extremely important and I will not compromise on because (laughs) that's it. Like that's that's kind of the the first level. But Mm -hmm. so now marriage has turned more from the fairy tale of, you know, damsel in distress, prince comes, saves her, they live happily ever after to who is the 
best partner that God has out there for me that can help me carry out the mission that God has placed in my life and help me achieve that Mm -hmm. better together kind of thing, you know? And so I, I know that I am complete in who I am in God right now. And I know that when he brings that person for marriage, he will complete me in a different way. In a different way. So mm-hmm. I don't have to feel feel incomplete mm-hmm. right now because I'm not married. Mm-hmm. But right. I know that God has a plan for that eventually. Mm-hmm. And so when it does happen, I can feel complete in that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can feel complete right now. Right, exactly. And so I feel like it's a different completion. It's a different, it's a different type of completion and it's a different type of like... Um, it's just a different stage in yeah. your life. It mm-hmm. doesn't negate the previous one. It's right. just a right. different it's not direction. More important it's not than more the next or one. less yeah. important. And so yep. there are just like and we've talked about this in the in the second um, episode um, where we were talking about our single life is like the things that you do when you're single when you've completed that and yeah. when the Lord feels like what I feel like you and this person can do together is more than what you can do right. separately. Yeah, like that is the whole purpose of marriage is mm-hmm. can your like you being together um like fulfill this a lot further than you being yourself right and so i think that if we're just honest mm-hmm. from the get-go and especially with our like youth yeah. um where that's a lot based on emotions just because yeah. you're younger yep. and you know things like yep. that which is understandable yeah you hit puberty um, and you're like boys are cute oh my god and I it's like every uh, all logic just flies flies right out the door right out it's and gone. so i think that if we're more realistic to the youth and just mm-hmm. letting them understand the purpose of marriage and yeah. and the the realities the and the trials, of it, yeah. but also the great that come can, can come sure. out of it as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I think that this whole idolizing marriage and them just, um, and just people in general thinking that like, okay, this is it's this necessary. is it, this is necessary, yeah. this is it right now, like this is the time in a certain time frame. In a yeah. certain time frame, I think we will um, idolize it a lot less. Yeah. Um, without Definitely. you know, I just it's just really hard to do that yeah especially when um things are so separate mm-hmm. um and like i said unknowingly it's like church so church is based on the family mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. when you have like most messages are about family most messages about married couples most messages mm-hmm. are about because that's just the the easiest way to kind mm-hmm. of correlate bible and and real that's life your main, that's your main audience it is your main it's audience. 90% of your church. It is. And so then you have this kind of subgroup mm-hmm. all the way over here that you don't really know 100% what to do with mm-hmm. is a single life. And so I think that also kind of puts the, not a barrier, but the kind of the separation between the two of mm-hmm. like, I really want to be over here mm-hmm. to where like I can relate to most of like the messages and most mm-hmm. of all these things. And there, there it goes again, constantly thinking about right. marriage and gen- yeah. and, and as well. And so... Um, I think that's just that's And there's just something really about not being excluded. Yeah. Also, yeah. you know, you don't want to feel excluded, but definitely when you're in, inter- you know, like you said, there is a focus on family mm-hmm. because it is the majority of the church. The church. And mm-hmm. that's great. And I think that's why, you know, our hyphen group is so important mm-hmm. and staying connected to them is very important for us to be around people that are in our stage of life mm-hmm. we are out of youth and for you know for those of us that are in the 18 to 35 single kind of 
college and career kind of mm-hmm. group, it's important that we have fellowship together because we are living in the stage kind of at the same time mm-hmm. and we are out of youth. So we don't have that core department anymore, yeah. but we're also in with the main body that is mm-hmm. also not relating to us. Like we're kind of, again, that's why we like the term hyphen is because mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you're the dash in the middle of oh like God, youth yeah. to just being married an adult, you yeah, know, like right. we're living in that in between. Right. And so I'm very thankful that we have a hyphen group mm-hmm. and that we have kind of this singles, we don't call ourselves that, but mm-hmm. we are kind of the singles group mm-hmm. and you know, there's, there's 20 of us. Mm-hmm. And so that is very helpful, but you're right. Like in the church, you know, we've got the marriage retreat and we've got, mm-hmm. you know, we've got the, you know, family night is next, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. next Wednesday, bring fam- whatever. And so it feels like there's definitely constant, like separation. Yes. And you know, you get around, you get around Valentine's day and I'm apps. I'm sure that, you know, there, I know that there are singles conferences and singles Valentine's banquets and all of that. But for the most part, if, mm-hmm. if your church doesn't have that, it's all you know, oh, hey, we're doing a banquet for the married couples for Valentine's Day. Or, Mm -hmm. hey, we'll watch your kids for, you know, the nursery is doing a fundraiser for, you know, watching kids Mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day so you Mm -hmm. can go out and have dinner with your wife or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it's just something that's kind of always lurking around Mm -hmm. the corner and it's not intentional. We're never intentionally left out or not thought about. But, again, it's just one more time that if you're single, you're reminded yeah. I'm not a part of that. And then how and do I get to how that? How do I get to that? Married. Right. Get married. But and there are other motivators too, yeah. you know, that we've talked about other than just being a part of that group or, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, and I think I mentioned it, this in our third episode, but 97% now of my friends in mm-hmm. church um outside of the hyphen group, they're I mean 99% now are mm-hmm. are all married. Right. And so you know, that's not a motivator anymore, but for a few years after they got married, it was kind of, oh, well, I still want to be in that group. So, yeah, you know, hopefully it happens for me soon so I can kind of stay up so with I them. Can get back. Yeah. So I can get back into that, right. into that same stage with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now it's different, but mm-hmm. I, I do think it's one of the motivators. Mm-hmm. What about what about for I think you? There's like, I mean, there's, well, there's more, a, but there's what, a couple what comes of motivators to mind for you? For me, when, you talk about motivators and like how people rush in, I think, to marriage and idolizing is physical needs. Sure. Um, emotional yeah. needs and all of yeah. those things. And so when you're, when you've gotten to, um, like one of the ones that I'll, I'll get back, we can get back onto physical and emotional needs, but for me, it's one of those things where I'm like, I really want kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love yeah. kids, love being around them. Yeah. And then it gets to a point where you're like, Really I really want, want to have that. my yeah. own. Yeah. And um and you're like the only way. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna happen without me <laughs> you being you start connecting all those dots. And you're like, like dang it, I really, really I'm really not set up for this. <laughs> I'm not I didn't think <laughs> nah, this through. Nah, nah. Um and unless I'm like fifty and not married, like I'm yeah. not gonna like right. adopt seek a kid right now. Option. Yeah. Seek other options. We're not looking to, like, at alternate avenues right, right now. now. Yeah. You know, and so um I think that that's like a huge motivator um, because Mm -hmm. like, and especially when you're getting older and age Mm -hmm. and you've reached, which I'm really surprised at like 31, you're like considered geriatric. I know. Like that is, that Mm -hmm. is, that is really tough. 
to swallow. And so when you know that you're like, four years away. because it's four years away. <laughs> and so when you like get to that stage and you're like, I really want to have kids. And then you're like, I really can't. I can't. It's not an option. Right it's now. not an yeah. option right now. And so mm-hmm. another way that I'm constantly thinking about yeah. marriage, because I'm like, I, I need to get to this step. I mm-hmm. want to get to this step, but this is the thing that's in between. And I'm yeah. like, I, I haven't reached there yet, yeah, you yeah. know, kind of thing. And so, um, another one is just physical needs, physical in- intimacy with yeah. somebody else as well. Yeah. And that is an actual and real thing. Yeah. And you know, I think that it's just, gets us into trouble a lot of times yes. when we're younger. Yes. Because that tends to be like the leading motivator sometimes. It's yes. the emotion mm-hmm. and then it's the physical. Yeah. If you're around somebody and you're with them and in a relationship with right. them, it's, oh, this is, ex-, you know, yeah. you have all of these emotions and feelings and you're not really leading with anything else sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it can definitely be a, mm-hmm. you know, a maybe a pitfall or a motivator in in a not not a wrong way but like in mm-hmm. a different way yeah you know maybe you're not thinking of all of the other things you're not thinking about, about the marriage. logic about right it. right you're not thinking are we a good fit yeah you're, you're just about in the like bliss him. and the happiness mm-hmm. of the this is just going to work out because we love each other and because yeah I be and so obviously and the next thing to do is to get just, married yeah and so like that's obviously one of the like you know motivators and so that's just, that's really hard because you're like, this is something that I want, but the only way to get through that is, mm-hmm. you know, through marriage. And so it's just one of those things where, you know, it's really tough to think about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I think, you know, for, for me too, I have to almost put, you, Liz said something earlier before we started the podcast, which is so bad. We should not talk before we start the podcast. It's just not. We yeah. should just not do that. We say up all of our words. And then, that is so true. And then we get, and we get and then we here start, and we're like, bleh, 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 bleh. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what words are. Uh, were we ta- yeah. What were we talking about? Were you talking about marriage? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> um, but you said something earlier about me. She was. You were giving me advice about a situation. You were like, you feel things very deeply. And I do. But the other side of my personality is to think things through until they die. <laughs> Like, I just will think them in circles until they get so, like, incoherent of up, down, side mm-hmm. to side. Like, they're having vertigo. Yeah. And they just, like, pass out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're done. Please leave us Stop alone. Thinking. Stop okay. thinking about me. Mm-hmm. And so that's the other side. And I think when it comes to relationships now, I am so aware of not wasting time. Yeah. That I kind of put the emotional side on hold mm-hmm. and I start analyzing mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. That person, I do analyze my feelings to an extent, but like how interested am I? Like how mm-hmm. am I feeling about this person? Right. What's my gut saying? Mm-hmm. Does my gut feel okay about mm-hmm. them? Am mm-hmm. I thinking that I want to keep talking to them? Things mm-hmm. like that. And and But I'm analyzing, again, the mission, you know, Okay, this is kind of what I'm thinking, getting a vibe for them, mm-hmm. you know, feeling them out for, you know, what they're interested in, what they're looking for, things like that. And so I almost am opposite now. Whereas when I was younger, it was all about like the cute boy who liked me and yeah. wanted to hold my hand or, you know, who made me feel special and all of those things. And I still want those things, mm-hmm. but they're not the, the leading forefront. motivators now. Right. And and so part of me is 
kind of glad because I don't want it to just be this, you know, I don't just want it to be on a whim where yeah, I'm just like, oh, well, I just feel it. So it must be right. You know, yeah. part of me is very logical. And mm-hmm. so I want to make sure that I'm being true to that. But as I get older and probably more skeptical, if I have to be yeah, honest be about honest. it, yeah, it's true. I tend to think things through and analyze things more from a, from an, a non-emotional or an unemotional side mm-hmm. than then the emotional side, you know, I don't really lead with my heart. Mm-hmm. I kind of lead with my gut and my mm-hmm. head. My heart like kind of follows, you Wherever know, like a couple goes. months mm-hmm. later, depending yeah, on like, where I'm at with that person. Okay, we're at know? a good spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's also something that I didn't necessarily expect about this, you know, but I do feel like when it happens, I'm just going to know, kind yeah. of, you mm-hmm. know. And yeah. so, but I, I am thankful that at least – in, in my life, and I, I know you can second this, but in my life, I've had um, great parents who, who modeled, I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like, a realistic view of marriage. Mm-hmm. But also, there have been many couples in my life who have modeled mm-hmm. realistic views of marriage. I've seen marriages mm-hmm. end yeah. in my life, not necessarily, you know, in my immediate family, but in in our church and you know, in my life, I've had people that I was close to that I looked up to where they had a marriage end and, you know, needing to talk about that and, and having them explain the reality of it, but Mm -hmm. then also having great parents who were, yeah, who also modeled Mm -hmm. love and respect Mm -hmm. for each other, but Mm -hmm. also didn't always hide kind of the difficult parts Mm -hmm. once I got older um, and we're always there to kind of answer questions or to mm-hmm. share that also helped give me a realistic view. You know, I, I knew that at some point in my teenage years, you know, the fairy tales aren't, you Real. know, aren't the, yeah. you know, the cheetah girl song, Cinderella is like, that's not it. You know what me, I mean? You. I don't want to, I don't want to be like Cinderella. No. I'm like, no girl, you're right. I don't want to, I don't want to be, be like stuck up in a tower waiting no. for somebody to come save me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But and so eventually I learned that, but it was because of the examples of people in my life. Yeah. And so I am thankful for that because it it gave me a, a nice reality of what instead of is. just this constant fairy tale thought. Mm-hmm. So two things got came to my mind while you were talking was one, um, I think that's the importance of having the relate as singles having relationships with married couples mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and the same thing kind of married couples taking in a single yeah. person um, yeah. under kind of their wing and just like immersing them in their life and letting them kind of be th- that mentor mm-hmm. because they give you a um an inside kind of view and letting them see kind of like obviously not everything right like right. every single struggle but mm-hmm. um you know having them over for dinner and you know all of these things and yeah just really being that example of hard and um easy kind of times and then the other thing that came to mind was um that when this is always this always happens i have something in my brain and i talk about something else and then I'm like, I have amnesia. I am basically Dory. Yeah. I can't follow two and P. two things. Sherman, 42, 42 Wally B. Way Sydney. Sydney. I mean, I can yeah. remember that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> That's okay. the other thing is, is that the expectations yeah. and the pressure, um, it's kind of a little off topic, but I mean, not in the same direction, but a little bit the same, kind of like how um, 
where this idolizing because we're constantly thinking about it is the expectations and the pressure mm-hmm. um, of marriage when you are single and especially in church. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think that there is a not a like um, not a fear of the church, but just a caution mm-hmm. because they know how quickly feelings can turn. Yeah. And how you just don't want to lead into something that, you know, you can't get yourself out of. So yeah. that's why they encourage, obviously, you know, if, they, if you love each other, you, it makes sense. Then you just yeah. get married. Yeah. And so, and then it comes to the point where now you're a little bit older, you're single and they're like, but why aren't you married? Like, th- mm-hmm. like there's this pressure of like, like, so then what's, what's going on? I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. why is this not happening for you? Yeah. And so then you start to feel like okay, am I like not moving on to this next side of my life because I'm not mature enough? It, right. It's like this almost, mm-hmm. this level of maturity of moving forward. This is the next step mm-hmm. in life. Um, and you're like, I've seen, but I've seen pretty immature people get married mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it's not a maturity thing. It's just right. a, this happened with them and this is just happening mm-hmm. to me. I just happened to have my career first mm-hmm. um, instead of getting married first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because that took up a lot of my time and I think it would have been really difficult right. in that in that time. And so yeah. um, it just kind of, I just thought about that as you were talking, like these expectations and and being like almost like a level of maturity of moving forward. And like, that's, that's not right. what that is. Yeah. Right. But you realize that later. Yes. You <laughs> and realize that's that the later. hard part is because if you would have sat 22 year old Cherith down here and told her that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have believed you. You yeah. know, she would have. You're it, like, it I am mature. Yeah. Like, this is I it. Am, this is it. I, I know I can handle it. What mm-hmm. are you talking about? It's fine. You know, all of those things. And so that's a realization that only comes with, Time. Kind of the time mm-hmm. and and having those thoughts on your own, you know, yeah, having right. the time to think those through on your own. I do think without, you know, my my parents always raised me to be an advocate and not an activist. So I advocate for things without saying that something else is bad. You know, mm-hmm. I advocate for something without saying this is, you know, the mm-hmm. opposite of what I'm advocating for is is bad or horrible. But so I I do advocate for the fact that I think this is different for women mm-hmm. when it comes to being 26 or 27 and mm-hmm. single versus when there's a single 26 or 27-year-old guy. Yeah, that's true. And and so that's something that we have to kind of not necessarily deal with, but maybe field more questions mm-hmm. or, you have to work huh, you. Mm-hmm. you know, there's more intrigue or mm-hmm. maybe confusion mm-hmm. when it comes to someone, you know, like us who is, you know, we're, we're kind of independent and doing things on our own and we have jobs and these lives that kind of mm-hmm. aren't centered around another they person run on their own. Mm-hmm. and yeah, they run on their own and and so when you're a woman and you say that, it's kind of, oh, oh, okay, yeah, cool, good for you, girl, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. do you, you know, that's great, or whatever. But there is kind of this, huh. Yeah. Like, it's a question for a second. It's like a moment yeah. of, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. So you did that before you got married mm-hmm. and had, okay. So okay. you haven't found anybody. That's interesting, you yeah. know, huh. Mm-hmm. And, but for guys, it's like, oh, that's so cool. You know, yeah. he must be focusing on his career. It must mm-hmm. be, you know, saving setting, up for his family, yeah. you know, which all are like all great things. Yes. All, I want I really all of those things. Yeah. I really that. hope that he is doing that. Mm-hmm. Please be doing that. If you're yeah. listening to this podcast, you please be getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. Security. But, <laughs> but I do think that 
it it is a little different and so that's another area where the questions also start creeping in yeah to mm-hmm. you know my mind sometimes when people go huh oh that's that's really interesting. You haven't found your way. Wow. I mean, you're successful and you're in a bed. Like, like, good for so you. So what yeah. you've been waiting on? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not waiting on anything. Thank <laughs> you very much. But no, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, God hasn't, you know, brought it up, you know, to me yet or whatever. And and that's okay. But again, it's just another reminder that it's, yeah. Yeah. That it's there. So mm-hmm. I, I you, do think that, so then because we're thinking about it, just like we've said, you just put this expectation mm-hmm. and this pressure on it. Yeah. And, and all of that leads to, like I said, unknowingly, mm-hmm. subconsciously idolizing marriage yep. as this ultimate utopian shrine, mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. of the line kind of goal. But even though we know it's going to be challenging. Even when you know it's going to be challenging. It's just, yeah. well, I just want to be there. I just want to be working through the challenges already. Yeah. You know, like, I, would I could have like worked to through just... four years worth of challenges already. Oh my God. You know what I mean? But guess but, what? Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Yeah. So. It's just, it's really tough, but. The crazy thing is, though, even after saying all of that, I wouldn't change no, any. I wouldn't no, change a all. single thing. Nope. I'm really glad mm-hmm. that I got through college, you know, dental yep. school, and I'm working and figuring things out on my own. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful because it's just allowed me to depend on the Lord a lot more mm-hmm. and not go to somebody else first mm-hmm. so easily. Because, yep. I mean, when you are when you are married, your time is divided. Everything is divided mm-hmm. because that's your responsibility and there's nothing wrong with that. Right, right. But then you're more likely to go to other things, other people for advice yeah. and for direction. And so, like I said, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't change nope. anything. Yeah, definitely. Still I wouldn't. just think, you know, this, it's important to talk about how mm-hmm. we do unknowingly idolize it. Yeah. It's important to have those conversations yeah. And like you said earlier, specifically with the young people mm-hmm. in our lives, but, you know, we both are involved in church. You're involved in children's ministry mm-hmm. and I'm involved in youth ministry. And it it is important for me to be a good communicator mm-hmm. to the young people and say, hey, this is the will of God for me. This is what yeah. biblical marriages but also your life in God is not defined right by right. being married or not being married yeah and you know because I am single I'm I am able to confidently speak to mm-hmm. that side of it mm-hmm. of you can still be used bodily yeah. of God and right. have you know a ministry and have a calling without it being dependent on you being married to somebody yeah. but yeah. I think it's important that we are modeling a healthy dose of reality with God made marriage and it's beautiful and it's great. And you should be excited and happy and blessed when it comes your way. Yes. But it doesn't mean that it's going to happen at 22 or 25 or 26 or 30 30, or 35, whatever, you know, like everybody's path is going to be different. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I do think that, and specifically when it comes to just how, physical intimacy isn't the the end yeah end all be all of it you yeah. know like that is not the only reason that's not the only reason right and so um you know now looking back you know we're kind of at this age where 
we are turning around to help the next generation because there is another generation coming behind up behind us, us right. which is really scary because for so long, you know, we grew up in church hearing that we, we were the were next the gen generation, generation mm -hmm. because the pastor was talking to our parents saying like, turn around and look at your kids because they're the next generation. Yeah. And we're like, hi, that's us down here. Hey, yeah, what up? Exactly. And now, now we're, we're turning. Now we're, we're, turning we're the around. ones that yeah. are turning now around. Now we're the ones turning around going, okay, we, uh, we need to have our act together because yeah. we need to be able to tell you what's up. Mm -hmm. And yep. mm -hmm. we don't even know what's up. I don't so, know what's up. <laughs> you know, already I already mean? said it. We don't know nothing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think it's, I think it's positive that we're able to mm -hmm. sit down and articulate these things and yeah. talk about them. Um, and I think that one of the things that I love about the church the most is just that we are able to sit with one another in so many different areas and stages and of life, but also backgrounds and yeah. races and perspectives yeah. and mm -hmm. cultures and points of view and share all of those things. And I think they make us better. Yeah. And I think it helps us be better people in the world when we are able to sit down as the body and, and share yeah. those things. And so it's all about transparency. It is. It is. And you know, honestly, if I wasn't, if I wasn't in church, I don't know that I would have as many, you know, as many of those influences, mm -hmm. you know, I would probably find my niche in my corner of people and, mm -hmm. and me, myself, I have become more introverted over the years and have really found that I just want a very exclusive circle of close, close friends. Mm -hmm. I love people and I love meeting people. I love having people over to my home. You know, I love greeting people and, and getting to know them. But when it comes to my circle, I like it mm -hmm. to be very small and tight knit, but I don't know that I would seek that out if I wasn't mm -hmm. in an environment like, yeah, um, like the church. And, and so I am, am thankful for that. And I'm thankful that they care about me, mm -hmm. you know, and that they're, you know, I have many of them that are married and older, you know, that have kids who are in youth, you know, mm -hmm. I'm friends with a lot of the youth parents and they mm -hmm. share with me about, you know, their marriages mm -hmm. and things like that. And, um, and they encourage me and pray for me. And so I am thankful. Yeah. That, that we and, have those influences in our right. life. And that because it's important we're not to alone. have them. Yeah. yeah. And that you don't feel alone. Right. And I think that that's where the church does a really good job. At least the church Necessary. that we attend yeah. mm -hmm. does a really good job. Um, and that's, I guess, would be kind of like yeah. my thoughts. And so that kind of makes me excited for it to, you know, in that way of, you know, I see, you know, we have. We have mutual friends. I mean, there's so many that we can name. I'm not going to start naming them, but one of the couples that we love is Melissa and John. Oh God, we just love, love hanging out with them and spending time with them. I love being in their home. Mm -hmm. It's a very safe place. It's oh, yeah. a very peaceful home. Yeah. And kind of getting emotional, but I just love their mm. love. Yeah. And that's And that's really what sweet. makes you, and that's what makes and, you look forward to that kind of relationship. And that's what makes it look forward yeah. to. And, mm -hmm. and again, not that I feel that I'm missing out and not that I feel you know, necessarily lonely, but it's like, I'm, I'm going to wait, you know, God's, God's got that for me. Yeah. And he hasn't forgotten me Yeah. in knowing that that's what my heart desires. And that's really, mm -hmm. that's really special is to know that I'm known yeah. and thought of in that way yeah. too. And that he wants that for mm -hmm. you too. Mm -hmm. It's not like he's intentionally trying right. to withhold he's not holding something out from on us. us. Yeah. Yeah. Or that we've done something. Cause this was something that I always struggled with is that I was like, okay, I did something wrong. Oh yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. I did something wrong and this is kind of my 
punishment. Yeah. Um, is to hold off. And I'm like, that dude who's waiting for me is like, man, she must have begun. Now I'm going to wait another year. <laughs> that was literally what I had thought. And yeah. then obviously that comes with maturity and time right. and realizing that God's love is not that fickle. Right. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Our it's love not, is. Our love's fickle. Yeah. His, His is, love, not is not that fickle. Yeah. Not, not that yeah. fickle. It's not fickle at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just knowing, and I think seeing those types of relationships and like with my parents as well, and be like, that's something worth waiting for. Yeah. And worth taking the time for. Yeah. Um, because if the Lord if can do right, something, if because if you get it right, it is just the right. most beautiful, right. beautiful thing. And this is us seeing both sides mm-hmm. of the spectrum, the hard yeah. and the easy, and still looking at it and being like, that is beautiful. Yeah, because God and created so, because it. Because God created it. If, and so if he's in it. If he's, and that's the other thing, if he's in it. Yeah. And so um, that's just kind of like our views on marriage and do we unknowingly idolize it and just kind of, you know, the views of our view, the views of two 26 year olds, like, you know, living this kind of life and, um, you know, and our ideas are on marriage. Um, Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Maybe you took something away from it. Yeah. And if you're married and you still love that person, you just go give them a hug. Yeah. Just give him an extra kiss. Yeah. Well, smooch, smooch. And then pray for us before you. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> Lauren, please touch chairs and let no. Yeah, just but, give him a little something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, well, once again, thank you guys for joining us today. And um, our next podcast, we'll be talking about like kind of like that relationship part two that Chairs mm-hmm. was talking about in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and a little bit more on friendships and a little bit about Enneagrams as well, because I had never known anything about it and Chairs kind of introduced me to that. And it's kind of, um, so been like another, world. yeah, it's like a <laughs> different insight and, um, just things yeah. that you just didn't really know about yourself, about it's a yourself. personality. It's a way yeah. to, um, organize and understand, uh, personality, desires, fears, traits, Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's really interesting and I've found it beneficial for me in friendships and relationships, but also in self growth. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, so I'm excited. Um, so we'll, we'll reveal our Enneagram numbers That's on that episode and, um, maybe you, maybe, you know, maybe you can guess. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be a total surprise to you. Or if you know me, I probably already told you. Yeah. So if we're personal friends, you probably know. You already or know. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me post on my stories about what um, I am. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to rate and subscribe. Leave mm-hmm. a review if you would like. Thank you to... Um, we have two comments. We have two reviews. And we have a few five-star reviews, which is super exciting. So thank you if you've done that. If not, and you are on Apple Podcasts, please um, rate and review. But also, mm-hmm. if you're on Spotify, you can follow us. Make yeah. sure that you don't miss any of our super awesome content coming yeah. your way. I mean... Because this is just the start, people. Why would you want to miss any of this? Yeah. You wouldn't. But and then also... And then also with Anchor, uh, if you guys are thinking about starting a podcast or anything like that, um, that's how kind of we were able to, you know, share our podcast with different, um, outlets and, uh, different platforms, uh, because of Inker. And so if you're thinking about that, then just check it out. Um, and thank you guys again, and we'll see you next time. Bye.